And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Vicki. My name is Sam. We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Uh, we are using this episode as an opportunity to update each other <laughs> <laughs> on what's been going on in our lives because it's been kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both had a pretty epic day on Friday. Mm-hmm. Like it was, what life am I living right now? Yeah, <laughs> it was so true. Like really, really overwhelming. And we didn't know, we didn't know no. how synchronized both of our days were. Yes. Until I pocket dialed you. Yeah. Right? In the middle of, yeah. It was of you just, having that realization. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had posted this beautiful letter to the world. Yeah. Um, earlier that morning. And it was your realization of you being in a manifestation and being so aligned with what you were doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, at the end of my day, read what you had posted and, um, and realized that, wow, we really did have, I mean, I know it was only the beginning of your day, but I knew that we were both living in the worlds that we have created and seeing them unfold and it just I don't know I just felt very synchronized even though we were apart well yeah and what we were experiencing kind of simultaneously yeah um I was just looking up the love letter yeah I thought I'd share it in case people missed it should, I think that's should a I share idea. it yeah okay so and to give a little bit of context um this has been something this experience that I'm having right now I would say excuse me i'll get into it in a minute but it's it's something that i have been striving for like something that i've always wanted to do yeah right like since i was like a wee little wee one yeah to be in this environment yes like i've wanted to do this my whole life yeah as long as i can remember yeah so to be there and be doing it yeah is mind-blowing to me Mm. (laughs) at home yes right i didn't have to travel i'll get into it in a second but so this letter was written after three days of experiencing all of this with all of its learning curves and everything else but so um i wrote this letter in the lineup (laughs) going for the ferry because it's quite the commute again i'm gonna go into all this in a second but i'm gonna read this letter so it says a love letter to you and the photo is me bawling. <laughs> my eyes are closed, but you can see tears on my face. It says, I pray you get here. I pray you find yourself in the middle of your manifestation and you sit and you cry in the awe and beauty of the universe and its divine timing and orchestration. I pray that you find that thing that makes you feel so grateful that you weep. I pray you know your worth and never settle for, for less. I pray you know you are meant for more i pray you see truly see how far you've come i pray you never give up i pray you know how much the universe is conspiring in your favor i pray you hear me you feel me and you know just how much you are loved 
yeah. And then I, I wrote that. It just poured out of me. And then I cried for like another half hour. <laughs> I was just like blown away by the entire experience. Like, you know, you know this, of course, but I mean, film runs into our family. Like we've just been, I went to school for it. Like it's just, it's been such a, a long road. Yes. To get to this point, I mean, I'm 30. How old am I? 30, 32 this two. year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> to like finally step foot into a film set. Yes. A legit, proper film set with yes. all the bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. not not a student film, not a little production not a short film, mm-hmm. an actual full length feature with professional actors and big cameras and proper slating and proper lighting and catering. And, you know, like it's an entire film set. Yes. It's a small one. It's a very, very small one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the budget I think is a million dollars, which in film world is like, like $10. In film world, <laughs> it's not very much. No, but... In where from where you've come from, yeah, it's the is it not the largest? Yes, yeah. by far, by far, by the largest. far the largest funded production I've ever been on. Right, like so. This is like a far big, and away. This is a big fucking deal. A <laughs> big fucking deal for me. Yeah, huge fucking deal. Yeah, and the role that I have is a really big deal because I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Never done it before, and most people who have the position that I have have some kind of training, some kind of course. Some t- some t- I took a little mini course once on it, but it was like months ago. Um, but they've got some kind of formal education on it, at least a mentor, at least someone to show them the ropes. And I was told I would have one to like speak to remotely, but she was too busy, so I've literally just relied on YouTube. And learning from YouTube and then <laughs> showed up on set. But they all know, like, this. So, the whole kind of concept behind this film is that it's supposed to teach. That's the idea. So, the film is being shot in sequence, which is unheard of. Like, that's not how films are shot. So, it's shot scene one, scene two, scene three, scene four, like a play. And most films are not shot that way. They're shot according to location and budget and actor schedules and blah, 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 blah. But the whole film takes place in one room. So it's easy for them to sheet it, sheet it, <laughs> shoot it shoot in it. sequence. <laughs> sheet it in sequence. Um, so, yeah. So it's designed that way for local people in the Kingston area to be able to learn and like hone their skills and so for a first project they've designed it so that it's easier for all of us to to learn um and then of course build a bit of a like a portfolio and hopefully make some money off of this film that then funds the next one uh and what's really cool about it and i honestly learned this today which is wild uh in canada there's this very uh, well-known band called the tragically hip so if you're not Canadian, you may not know that or you may have caught wind of it, but they were like the biggest band in Canada until their lead singer died a couple of years ago of um, brain cancer. 
And this band actually is important to you. It was your what you had one of their songs as your wedding song. Yeah. They're actually also from Kingston. I should yes. I to mention this. Yes. Like, not only the they're the most popular band in Canada, but they're from our hometown, Kingston. Right. right. Like, they went to high school here. Yeah. So um, they're very we have streets named after the band. Like yes. they're very much a part of our culture as a city. As a city. But they're also yeah. like our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau cried when <laughs> yeah. Gordani passed away the lead singer yeah yeah it was like he televised it he's you know like, yeah. this is very upsetting for all the of whole us. country the whole country and he's yeah. crying like yeah. just to give you some if you're listening yeah and, this, this band means a lot mm-hmm. to the country and they were formed here the band was formed here and if you don't know where Kingston Ontario is it's worth a google um but it's the city between Toronto and Montreal which is why it is such an ideal city to start a booming film industry uh we've got those resources so we're between Ottawa Montreal and Toronto which is amazing not to mention the the area is really rich it's like historically very rich there's waters there's fields there's um there's lakes there's rivers there's uh barns there's there's city buildings like there's like historical buildings historical buildings but also like modern ones too mm-hmm. you can go to modern offices and so the locations here are really really rich um and untapped uh, we've got lots of prisons too. Uh, just recently, our, there's Kingston Penitentiary, which was the highest security prison uh, in Canada for ever. Um, it was shut down recently, but uh, it's being used now for filming. Lots of films are really interested in going in there, including there was one with Jeremy Renner that was filmed last year called The Mayor of Kingstown. Or was it this year? Might have been last year. Winter this year, maybe? Or fall? I can't remember. Like when it was shot? Yeah. It was last summer. Last summer? Yeah. Okay. Shot. Yeah. So the industry is starting to find us. Uh, and this, you know, we're filming on a in a warehouse in Kingston. Uh, that's like completely, you would not know. It's not marked. It's like a black door. There's like no sign. It's like you'd never know what's going on in there, which is really cool. Um, but it's, it's uh, purpose is this kind of thing. So they, they want to, you know, bring more sets in to be able to, to film in this location. Um, and it's 60% Kingston crew mm. on this film, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like all these local people that want to get a kick at the can. They want to be in this industry, but they also want to live here and have lives here. Right. They don't want to move to Toronto or New York or LA or wherever. They want to live here. So this is like... It's just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Mind blowing to me. Yeah. Like when I was going to school at Queen's University mm-hmm. in Kingston, Ontario mm-hmm. for film, mm-hmm. I would I was waitressing at the time and every single table, right? They're like, What do you do? What are you doing? Are you are you a Queen student? That was always the question. Are you a Queen student? Yes, I am. What are you taking? And they're expecting me to say nursing or commerce or I don't know, one of the bigger ones. Engineering, I don't know. And I said film and I would always get a side look like I would get a side glance and they'll go, huh. So you're going to move to New York or Toronto or L.A. when you're done. And I was like, no. And they're like, "Okay." (laughs) They're like, good luck to you. You know, like it was always I was always met with good luck with that. Yeah. And I remember saying, I believe the technology will serve me. I believe by the time I'm ready to be in this industry here, it will be here. 
Mm-hmm. And people were kind of like, okay, like keep dreaming. And I was like, I don't know why I feel that way, but I've always felt that way. Yes. It's weird. Yes. And the fact that I, you know, this production found me. Yes. I didn't apply for this position. Yeah. Right. It just, there was a, so the guy that's running this whole thing, that's kind of one of the founders of this, this, uh, venture, uh, his name, his name is Jay. I won't say his last name because I don't, I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to, I don't know. (laughs) I don't want to say his last name because I don't know. He's not giving me permission to talk about him on this, on this podcast. Uh, but his name is Jay and he's, uh, his goal is to do 10 films in three years Mm -hmm. to get the industry really rolling here and get the people here enough experience to like put us more on the map. Um, and he's from Wolf Island. He lives on Wolf Island. Mm-hmm. So he's done so much work around the country with filming, like making films. So I know he's worked in Vancouver and around like Northern Ontario. Like he's been all over the place and settled on Wolf Island. It was like, what the heck? Like this is the greatest untapped resource for film. I don't understand why it's not here yet. And so he's found all these investors. And so that's why I brought up the hip because two members of the Tragically Hip are investors. Mm of this venture which i learned today and mm. was like what That's like so cool that is so cool yeah. like to see the energy of that like mm-hmm. people that really believe in this and want they want to give back mm-hmm. to the kingston community and they want to like they're paying for me to learn yeah that's you so know cool. like they're yeah. they're investing in me they're investing yeah. in this kingston crew yeah and it's just <laughs> it's like what is happening like so crazy to me yeah and the position that i'm doing uh so jay when jay approached me he said so i see that you're interested in film that's great what's your long-term goals and i was like i want to direct big feature films that's my goal and this was before i knew he was doing all this and he said okay okay so um i think the position that you need is a script you need to be a script supervisor so you can sit right beside the director and you could just watch them and like learn from them and I was like, okay, sounds great. And I learned, I remember uh, in university, we watched this behind the scenes uh, video of the movie or the, of the TV show 24, which is uh, like a crime show, but everything happens in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So the whole show is a 24 hour span and it focused on the script supervisor. Mm-hmm. And it was this woman and she had these like, notebooks and binders of like keeping track of the show and she was explaining her job and I remember thinking I would kill that job (laughs) I remember being like oh yeah and it was a woman in the position right Mm -hmm. this is before I was ever thinking that I could be a director but I was like yeah like I uh, yep I would I would be good at this um so when he mentioned it I was like I know what that is and I feel like I'd be good at this. So yes, like sign me up for that. That sounds great. And he's like, okay, you're going to have to teach yourself. We'll get you a mentor, but you're going to have to teach yourself some stuff. He sent me a, a course that he found. It was a quick, like one hour, two hour lecture or class on it. <clears throat> so I took that and then I downloaded the software and I've taught myself everything. And then of course get on set and I realize I know nothing and I have to like... <laughs> Like, I guess nothing isn't the right word just because I have my, I understand film language, but their 
they have different language for things than I have, if that makes sense. It's like feature film world has a whole other set of languages. Like they'll say to each other, is this, this is on sticks. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) what does on sticks mean? And then I like listen and watch and listen and watch. I'm like, Oh, tripod. It means a tripod. Why don't you just, why don't you just say tripod? Is that, you know, like, why is that so hard to say? But it's fine. On sticks is fine. Or, you know, it was, I was three days in, I was Friday when they said, okay, so these three actors are dirty and this guy's clean. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) So I'm like watching, watching, like, oh, okay, okay. What it means is when an actor is on screen and they, it's over the shoulder from someone else, they don't have a clean frame. So it's dirty because you can see someone else. You can see their shoulder or their head or whatever. So I'm like, okay, so one character's clean. Got it. So, and it's my job as a script supervisor to put that in script to make sure that the, the note carries on to the editor. So like things like that, that I'm like, I don't know what this means, but like, I'm excited and happy to learn. And like, like I said, the culture on set is very open and understanding because it's everyone's learning. Mm -hmm. So, but we're also coupled with some seriously experienced people like the assistant director and the director. The director was on uh, Degrassi mm-hmm. um, when he was 11, I think he said. So he's been in the industry for 38 years. Mm. He, uh, most of his work is an assistant director. And then the assistant director has been in the industry for 40 years, he said. And he he feels, I feel like he's just getting started. Like Selick, the director's, I think he's feeling like he's going to retire soon. Um, but George is the um, assistant director and he it doesn't look like he's slowing down. Maybe I could be projecting there because I haven't spoken to him. But anyway, being uh, supported by them and carried by them is really comforting. Mm-hmm. You can tell the whole set is like, we just know we're being led. Mm-hmm. We know we're being guided. And so it's not, there's not really a lot of questioning in that way just kind of like just do what they say like they know what they're doing so we're just there learning and doing the best we can but you can tell it's like a well-oiled machine kind of mm-hmm. um and i'm working with this really nice sound team um his name's mike uh the guy that's kind of in charge of the sound and he he and i work together really closely because he has to slate all of his audio this, uh, we have to make sure that I slate the camera and the audio have to match. So it's him and myself and an assistant camera operator. So the guy that holds that slate, if you don't know what a slate is, it's that board thing that you click down and says action, that like famous film thing. Um, so there's a guy that operates that and there's sound and then there's me. And we have to make sure our slates match. And sometimes they haven't. So then I, I have to make the note. It's important for me to make the note because the editor gets all of my notes for post-production. So that has been really fun because this Mike guy has worked in the industry. I think he said, I want to say for 12 years. And I was like, I was like, have you worked on anything that like I've heard of? And he just, his uh, assistant sounds like he started laughing. He's like, yeah, Mike, uh, is anything uh, she may have heard of? Like, he's like, obviously joking. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm about to feel like an idiot. And he's like, yeah, I worked on um, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, Avengers movies. I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. 
Uh, he worked in London, England for 10 years in mm-hmm. his sound career. Um, and of course, I, he ended up in Mississauga. I'm like, what the hell are you doing in Mississauga? He's like, I fell in love. I got married. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that makes more sense. Like, why would you leave the London film industry mm-hmm. to work here? Um, so yeah, like that's been really cool and so comforting to have him because like the slates have gotten mixed mixed up like between me and the assistant camera operator he's brand new too both of us are brand new doing the best we can but it's it's hard it's overwhelming and so he's really sweet and very like calm and like if something messes up he's like okay we'll call it this and like he's just he knows he's on top of everything Mm -hmm. and that just for both of us is so comforting and he's just such a nice person Mm -hmm. you know because ego is a thing in films right like ego on film sets is very normal and people warn you about it they're like it's gonna be a problem um and i asked him that i said um is there are there certain films you like to work on and he said and his assistant was the same and they're like it's not really about genre we don't really eh it's about the crew Mm mm-hmm it's about who you're working with. Yeah. Because you spend such close proximity with these people mm-hmm. for, you know, the. I mean, our days are only 10 hours, which is unheard of in the industry. I mean, we're working 10 hour days, five days a week. We get weekends off. It's not normal yeah. to work like this. Mm-hmm. Um, most, most films go three weeks straight or whatever, three, four, five, six, eight, 12 weeks straight. Um, and they're doing 12, 16 hour days. Mm-hmm. excuse me I think 12 is the average day that they aim for but average is like it move, it goes over to 14 or 16 hours uh, which is crazy it's crazy mm-hmm. and I think the industry is trying to move towards being nice to humans mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of expecting them to work like machines for six weeks like mm-hmm. it's the mistakes are gonna happen like you're gonna save money if people are well rested and happy yeah. right like you mm-hmm. are I know it seems like you're not because it's prolonging the shoot but I think they're starting to realize quality mm-hmm. over quality of life mm-hmm. <laughs> over uh, the bottom line um but yeah so it's just I think that I feel very, 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 very fortunate Mm -hmm. for this to be my first big production experience, to be in the chair I'm sitting in. Mm -hmm. Like the majority of the people that are on actual set, because there's lots of PAs and um, production managers, stuff like that. But I don't think there's very many brand new people actually on the set, if that makes sense. Like, I'm just, I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of experienced people. Mm. Um, and everyone's really nice. That's amazing. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't have to be this nice, you know. But and it, of course, there's moments where it gets heated or we get rushed or it's like get the, we gotta, you know, like you could feel there's a bit of stress. But for the most part, it, it's a very healthy environment. Mm-hmm. And I just to, for this to be my first experience mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. sitting there are three chairs behind the monitors and one of them's mine. Mm-hmm what it's wild to me mm-hmm. you know i'm not starting on this big production as a pa mm-hmm. who has to wait outside the door and tell cars to slow down when they're driving by mm-hmm. you know like which most people full-on that's where they expect to start mm-hmm. and that's logical mm-hmm. but i always had this feeling like mom was working on a bunch of film sets last year like you should see it you would love it da, da, da. i'm like i don't want to start as a pa mm-hmm. i don't to me that feels this sounds 
silly and maybe arrogant, but it sounded like a waste of time. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't want to start my career as a PA. Mm -hmm. I want to start my career in the chair. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. (laughs) But like, that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And then this comes up Mm -hmm. and I'm like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. I started in the chair. It's not the chair I thought it was, but it's a chair beside the chair. (laughs) Beside the chair that you want. I get to look at that chair all day. Um, Were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say, like, I think you definitely need to give yourself more credit. Like, as a person, the person who has been witnessing your journey with film. Yeah. You've put in the work and you put in the time. Yes, it has not been on, like, major film sets in L.A. Right. But you have a film degree. You have worked for production companies. You have done your own productions. Like, you're not totally green right you're not just some person like there are stories of back in the day you know uh, steven spielberg just walked into (laughs) the production studio and was like i work here now and just like took over an office yeah he had zero reason to actually be there right yeah but he whatever that's his story but it's like give yourself more credit this is obviously what you where you deserve to be it's obviously what makes sense it's logical yeah i think you're right it would have been a waste of time if you were a pa because like you're wasting your brain you're like right like it's just the universe is like no and it's not a cocky thing it's just like the logical like well and what i know about manifestation is you don't you don't settle for the things that you don't want to do Right. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, you have to start at the bottom, work your way up. And I'm like, sort of. Yeah. But I, the bottom for me is directing. Like I'm going to direct short films. Yeah. Right. That's the quote unquote bottom for me. Like establish myself as a director. People call me a director. It's in, you know what I mean? Like I want that to be around. I don't want it to be around that I'm a PA because I don't want yeah that associated with yeah. what I want in my trajectory. Yeah. Um, and so I thank you. I want to say thank you for, for saying all that. Cause it is, I guess it's easy to sort of forget. Yeah. That. Like I feel like sometimes you have this habit of being like, I, who am I? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, but you like, look at it, like look at what, <laughs> but you do things. Yeah. Like look yeah. at what, you have done and look at what your interest has been and you've been editing film since you were 17 yeah 16 editing commercials for our local news station yeah since you were that age yeah right this isn't like somebody who's like i'm passionate about this thing i think i might try to get into the film industry i'll start as a pa and work my way up right yeah right but for somebody who's had formal training like you and has had a number of um positions in various fields working with like yeah. this is the, the next logical step right as abraham would say this yeah is just the and next it, logical it, step. it felt that way yes like when i was <laughs> heading to set on wednesday morning uh living on wolf island too so we're filming in kingston but we live on wolf island and i have to catch ferry and it's the busiest boat of the day that I have to catch. So I'm up at 5.30 to leave my house at 6.15. I learned that the second day because I almost missed it the first day. I was leaving at 6.30. No, it has to be 6.15 to catch the 7.30 boat. 
crazy is that mm-hmm. to get into town for eight mm-hmm. to then get to the studio for like eight thirty. My call time is nine, but I can't risk. I'll be yeah. late if I get the eight thirty boat. Yeah. So uh, it's fine. I go in, I settle in. I isn't that wild? Answer emails isn't that and crazy stuff. listeners. She wakes up at five thirty to get somewhere for nine for nine o'clock to get to my nine o'clock call time. Like, yeah. Well, it's good though. I don't mind it because I get in the car and like I can read through this script and like, you know, I can sit in the lineup and like prep and like answer emails and I can do OMJ things. And so I'm not, I don't mind it. And I've been meditating in the morning and like trying to get myself in a good space. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, no. Where was I going with that? I was talking about the next logical step. Yes, that was it. Thank you. So yeah, that Wednesday morning, that first morning, I was expecting to wake up nervous and I wasn't. Mm. I was just like, yep. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I was just, it felt normal. It Mm -hmm. felt like the next logical step. Mm -hmm. And I'm driving that car, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. What is going on? Like I'm in that car, my dream car that I manifested last year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I mean, you can go back listener to the first 10 or so episodes of me trying to manifest the car it was like a running joke on the show it's probably longer than 10 episodes where I was like you know when is the car coming when is the car like I was just like I'm doing all the things or whatever um and finally manifested the car so like being in that car with my you know snacks and lunch and I so now script supervision's done using an app on an iPad so you have to pay quite a bit for that app because it's industry standard um so you know I've got my my laptop and my iPad and like I'm headed to set and like that first day I showed up and I finally met the director and the assistant director in person because we've only met over Zoom Um, and they're like yep over right over here here's your chair and there's like a little uh, audio pack on it that says script so it's just for me for like to hear the audio from the actors speaking and like I took a picture of the chair (laughs) yeah oh my god it's an, it's a film set director's it's chair. It's a film set director's chair and there's a little mic pack that's a script on it and I'm like I can't. And I'm working one-on-one with the slate, which is so film-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of like lights, camera, action, you think of that director's chair and you think of the thing that goes mm-hmm. right? Like that's what you think of. So that's what I'm doing and I'm like pinch me you know and there's moments where in between takes where everyone's running around and I'm just sitting there watching Mm -hmm. and I'm like I you know that saying you could die happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I could die happy today Mm -hmm. like I'm at this point where I am enjoying the journey so much right now Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. where it's like I could give a fuck about the destination right now Mm -hmm. this is awesome Mm -hmm. like when they say the joy is really in the journey I've been feeling that Mm -hmm. the last couple of days Mm -hmm. like it's just wow yeah you know (laughs) it's like yes 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 like every day you know and like this week I've been kind of psyching myself up a little bit because last week was three days three days in a row and it's going to be five days in a row this week where I'm not going to see the kids because mm-hmm. I'm up before they're up and I'm back when they're in bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing making it okay is that I'm so aligned mm-hmm. when I'm there. 
and we're in this we're in this big black box there's no windows mm-hmm. so like and the bathrooms are this like they're the nice trailers like the nice porta potty trailers yeah so you never you don't even really feel like they're a porta potty because they're nice like that so the only time you see daylight is when you go to go to the bathroom so mm-hmm. i go a couple times a day because i'm pregnant but you know i'm like oh this the sun is you know like morning when i go in there then i go to pee and it's like noon and i go to pee again and it's mm-hmm. setting you know like it's just like what is like i have no track of time mm-hmm. at all and i have no interest in time either like mm-hmm. i'm not checking my watch we're supposed to leave our phones off right because production you don't want your phone ringing mm-hmm. so it's this whole other vortex that i go into it's this mm-hmm. whole other world where i'm so consumed mm-hmm. by my reality and grateful and in awe and like it's just hyper awareness and hyper presence mm. you know like in like it's um the zone of genius in the the big leap like it's like that like uh, i could die happy you know like i'm just yeah. so happy to be around all these people that know what they're doing and i'm learning so much every day and it's just like I would be very surprised if I ever lost the magic of it. Yeah, I, I as again your witness to your life. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, and I can see you know like these guys that are kind of near the end. You can see that it's like there's things that they don't like. Like, oh, I really don't want to do this call sheet, you know. And it's like fair, you know. Like you've been at this for forty years, like. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you for not wanting to do the call sheet. And mm-hmm. I mean, granted on bigger sets, that wouldn't be his job, right? Like he, you know, it's cause it's such a small set right now. Um, but I'm just like, I'll, I, I really don't think I'm ever going to get sick of this. Yeah. Like it's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, you never get to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, it's not like a construction site that you walk by. It's Mm -hmm. so unique and it's so different and everyone's job is so specific and everyone cares. Mm -hmm. I mean, in this, in this, on this side, like everyone really wants to do a good job, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're all learning, but it's just really beautiful to witness. And for me, starting here with this group of people, this kind of networking with people who really want their career to grow. Mm -hmm. It feels, it feels really special to be in the same boat with these people mm. because it feels like I'm creating a network. It feels like I'm creating a crew, mm. right? Mm-hmm. For when I'm a director, like it's like, okay, noted. Like mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to their dreams and their directories and I'm like, okay, like this is, this is good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not like starting on a set where everyone's about to retire, right. Or everyone's super well-established yeah. and I'm brand new. I'm mm-hmm. around a bunch of people that are all new. Mm-hmm. So we're all wanting to, our careers to grow and flourish together. Mm-hmm. So that hasn't been lost on me either. I'm like, so you feel like this orchestration by the universe is 100% just perfection. And it's important to note, I'm supposed to have a newborn right now. Yeah. So true. Right? Yeah. The baby was due for my miscarriage last week. Wow. So I would not be living out this epic manifestation. Right. If I had the baby. Right. Like, talk about the divine orchestration. Yeah. 
yikes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, like, whoa, you know, yeah. I'm literally bawling in the front seat of my car out of pure gratitude and awe. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't have, have no, no, I wouldn't have been doing it. And I like this, this film in our town right now is getting a lot of exposure mm-hmm. because it's a big venture that they're doing. And I'm, I, I'm fortunate enough to be in it on the ground level. Mm-hmm. Like it's blowing my mind. Yeah. You called it <laughs> when you were yeah, 21 or 22, whatever. Yeah. which is like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. 10 years ago, you, you called it, you know, and you didn't have the answers, but you I had care. no proof, but no. that's that projector now that we know. Yeah. The only two parts of me defined are my crown and my Ajna. Um, which is uh, your third eye. So it's it's about seeing and yeah. knowing things yeah. without actually knowing them. Yeah. And that's that's been kind of our lives. Like, I'm just like, I just know things. Like, I, I know it's going to be fine or I know this is how it's going to work out. And I have no proof whatsoever. Right. And yeah. I used to call it blind faith. Yes. I used to say, I don't know what it is. I just have blind faith. Like, I don't yeah. know. But now I know. Like, that's, you know, part of my, my human design. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like being super validated in that yeah right like it's just like wow i really was i really was right (laughs) 22 or whatever um but yes it's been such a trip um and i'm i'm only three days in like i have another two weeks of this Mm -hmm. like from who i am at the start of this thing Mm -hmm. to two weeks from now like you know, like I'm going to, I'm already learning so much every day. I'm yeah. just like, this is just, yeah. The gratitude doesn't even begin to explain it. It's really cool. It, it is really, really it cool. It is really cool to see it unfold this way. Yeah. 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 It's, it's very surreal, yet not, no, yeah, normal. Yeah. <laughs> like the next logical step. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And that was part of that post on Friday was just like, if I have one message for you, listener, it's do not give up. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give up. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even, you know, this is something I should be saying on the Academy Awards stage. Yes. Do you know what I, I mean? I like, do don't give mean. up. And it's like, I'm at this rinky dink little, not rinky dink, but you know what I mean? I do know Rinky dink in the film industry, but not for like, me. Yes. Um, production. Yes. And I'm like, I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> There's my chair. Like, I'm so excited. Like, this is the journey, right? Of, like, Dumb and Dumber, where he's like, we're there. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm on my way to Paris, and I've stopped in Vegas at the little teeny Eiffel Tower, and I'm like, look, we're almost there. You know, like, I'm, like, so pumped. Um, but that's how it feels. Like, it's it's it, it really feels like strides are happening. Mm-hmm. It really feels like, oh my God, I manifested my way onto an actual set. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Magic. Mm-hmm. It's magic. And it's exactly how I was hoping it would feel. It's exactly how it's simultaneously natural and like exactly where I feel like I should be. And holy fucking shit, right. my life is awesome. You're, there's a lot of presence. Yes. There's a, a lot of you recognizing where you are. Yes. And I, I think like even I, I love that. Again, I feel like I'm saying this a lot. Me being a witness to you. Um, 
there wasn't a lot of you being the pavement. There wasn't a lot of you right. worrying about when was it going to happen. Right. There wasn't, from my perspective anyways, it was like you were always just going with the flow and had a lot of surrender around it all. Yeah. Right? And you were working on other things that lit you up. Um, but this this production company contacted you. Yeah. And you don't post a lot on um, I, Michaela Plague Media never. Social. Like, I know. You don't. No. Like, you don't. No, I Yet don't. it's the thing that lights you up the most. Like, it's the thing that gets yeah. you so inspired and so talkative and, and, and just so happy. Yeah. But you don't post on social media. No. Like, ever. No. And this is what I really like about it because it's like that the universe is conspiring in your favor. They're laying it all out for you. They're doing all the groundwork. You just, you just keep doing your thing, sit yeah. back, relax. We'll let you know when we're ready. Yeah. Right? It's well, and so I cool. think, I think having kids has forced me into surrender. Mm. Cause I'm just kind of like, if I went full force on it right now, I would never see my kids. Mm-hmm. So I am like, eh, whatever it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not like, no no partner no kids like what is this gonna you know what I mean yeah. I'm like I've got other focuses and when I when I want to go full force I want my kids to have their own lives mm-hmm. if that makes sense so it's another 10 years really yeah. from now that I'm like okay I'm willing to travel I'm willing to take off for six weeks because you know they're okay you know like they're they've got stuff going on um so you know I I'm okay with it taking as long as it takes. Yeah. I have no timeline for it. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. the fact that it's happened this early, I'm really grateful for. Yeah. And that I don't have to do as much prep as a director has to do because they have to do, yeah. they have to do months of prep. Yeah. And I didn't have to do that. It's just like, you know, it's like, it feels divinely orchestrated. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And I would say, <clears throat> the last two books that I've read have really gotten me into this energy, mm-hmm. um, which was A Happy Pocket Full of Money, and I'm reading The Surrender Experiment, which we've talked now, I think, on the last like three updates. I think yeah, we've been talking yeah. about this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's... I'm... I think Vertigo, obviously, I was going to say sent me for a loop because, like, literally, that's what it did. Um, literally. Uh, but there was a lot of acclimating. It's a lot of acclimating that needed to happen. We manifested this stage of our lives relatively quickly uh, as far as our manifestation journey goes. We had a very strong desire and we got this place and it was just like, bam. And I think it took time for me to acclimate to it I think it was just like holy shit like you know in this world they teach about regulating your nervous system so that when manifestations happen you're ready for them and it's not you don't reject them because you're just like what the fuck like your ego is having a freaking crisis right it's like self-sabotage and I think it took me time I think vertigo was a part of that Uh, but I would say within the last couple of weeks I've been surrendering. That's mm-hmm. the word I want to use. Mm-hmm. I've been allowing. I've been trusting. I've been at peace. Mm-hmm. Even, excuse me, even when I haven't been, if that makes sense, even when yeah. I've been like stressed or overwhelmed, I come back to peace. Yeah. And nature's been really, 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 really helpful. I want to like 
stress that. Like I've been grounding. I've been taking my shoes off and standing in the grass and looking at the trees and saying, thank you, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. really grounding mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff I think has lent to this default trust mm-hmm. and then witnessing this, you know, a couple of weeks later, it's like, holy shit. Or that that's perfect validation for when I had the miscarriage and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know why I don't know why right now but it will make sense later. Mm-hmm. Right? And now it's like, oh, right? That plus so many other things. Yeah, it gave you more than that. Because like, here's my little, I don't know. I'm like, well, why did you have to have a miscarriage? Why would why did you have to get pregnant at all? Why right. did you just not get pregnant? Right, and I thought about that too. But like, obviously, it had so many lessons. Yeah. Not well, only this one, not only to show you that it's all, yes, know, divinely, but it's also other Thanks yeah, I, I believe I was meant to experience it to share my thoughts on it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I have a microphone. Like, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about my experience with it in hopes that it helps someone else. Right. That's why I think I went through it. Mm. That's my rationalization. Yeah. Um, and it has been, for me, it's been a uh, a lesson in trusting my body, mm. trusting myself, and it's helped as a parent to, I I do believe that our kids, we, our kids and us, we choose our lives, we choose our parents, we choose our trajectory, we choose where we're born, when we're born, in order to fulfill uh, our purpose here on life, in life, on this planet. So um, once, when I had the miscarriage, I was kind of like, I don't think this is up to me. Mm. Right? It's again, it's surrendering to that life force energy. Yeah. Like, it's not up to me. Yeah. Just as like, you can't manifest for somebody else. Yeah. Right? It's their journey. You know, it's, oh, he's on his journey. You know, like people say that all the time. Like, oh, it's his journey. He's got to figure it out, blah, blah, blah. But it's like legit. Yeah. (laughs) Like with my kids, like I do the best I can to guide them. Ultimately, it's their journey though. Yeah. Ultimately, I can't manifest for them. I can't control what happens with them in their lives. Yeah. Right? Like if they get an injury or, you know, something happens to them, it's like, that's not my call. Yeah. So it, it kind of added this other, another layer of surrender as a parent. Mm. It's not my call. So like right now there's a baby inside of me. I'm 21 weeks pregnant and it's not my call what happens yeah <laughs> you know like whatever happens with this this baby this soul this whoever it's not my call it's their call it's their journey they're gonna choose when how they come into this world mm-hmm. and i'm just supposed to do the best i can and try and keep a healthy body and support them and energetically be here for them but otherwise not it's not up to me mm-hmm. so the miscarriage taught me that because mm-hmm. i was like I couldn't have been more aligned the no, week before good. I had that yeah. that miscarriage. I was yeah. like, what is going on? Like, but I, you know, now I'm like, oh, we don't have control. Yeah. We don't do we do not have control over that. Yeah. So that was that lesson. Yeah. And it's a really valuable lesson as a parent. Cause it's like, there's only so much I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to choose like my intentions for the labor will it go that way i don't know but that's not my call right Mm -hmm. it's my call to set myself up for success as much as i can but then there's a certain element where you just let go Mm -hmm. because it's not up to you 
So that I think it's pretty valuable. Mm -hmm. I'd say so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been talking a lot. (laughs) You needed to. I have like, well, and I want to hear about your other side of it on that synchronized day, but I do think it's also important in terms of the, the whole, our manifestation journey story. It's really important to me that I have this documented not only for myself, but I want to show people what's possible. Yeah. I want them to be able to go back to episode one and hear me working at that other production company mm-hmm. and like then leaving that job and starting my own. And like, it's a huge part. It's a huge pit stop yeah. on my manifestation journey. Absolutely. It's a milestone. Yes. Because so it's we, important to document it. I agree because we have, the reason we started this was to document us you know pursuing our dreams our dreams live outside having a manifestation podcast and being manifestation teachers and coaches like that's kind of a byproduct because we've been we've been doing so much studying with it yeah taking all these courses reading all these books blah 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 so like yeah we have we have insight and wisdom now that we can pass down but that's not what we're that's not that wasn't the point of it no it's we have passions we have dreams and they live outside of becoming manifestation coaches coaches <laughs> like yeah and so yeah like rightly so you, you took this time to share yeah. because that's something that we strongly live by we want to show others to what's show possible. others like what are you passionate about right. what is something that's on your heart that you that's a deep desire for you that you just like you can't shake right that because there's this connotation in the manifestation community i find that the only way to make money in this is to teach it that's it do you know what i mean like yeah. it's, it's cyclical yes it's like look how much money i'm making manifesting well you're teaching about manifest like what is that the only way you can make money manifesting right like no there's you could do it in any any industry any career yeah it's about your alignment yeah so yeah we're we're out to prove that you, it doesn't have to just be applied as a manifestation coach. Yeah. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's applied in any and all areas of life. Mm-hmm. And so we're dead set on being that example. Yes. And it's like, if you want to be a dentist and you're like, I don't know if I should be a dentist, like be a goddamn dentist if that's yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. you want to, I don't know, be an artist, be a, be a what's that something that's unconventional a musician a music yeah something that if people tell you it's not possible yeah right or how are you going to do that or that's really hard or whatever it's bullshit all of it's bullshit Mm -hmm. it's just just because they haven't done it or they haven't witnessed it or whatever and we're so quick to believe others and listen to others but the whole point of this show is to empower you and Mm -hmm. make you feel like it's possible Mm mm-hmm and my hope is that you're listening to me and my story and go, holy shit, she lives in Kingston, Ontario, mm-hmm. and the industry's found her mm-hmm. and she's going to make it from there. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I genuinely believe, hope, believe, see, visualize standing on that magical stage one day mm-hmm. of the Academy Awards and being like, I'm telling you, this shit works. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I did it. I did it from Kingston, Ontario. You know, I quit my job and I started my own thing and I took the baby steps and I had three kids and, yeah. you know, and yeah. I did it. Yeah. And you can too. Don't anyone, don't ever let anyone tell you you can't. And that's why that, that's what people say on that stage. Yeah. Right. Cause they once started somewhere. Yeah. 
where they didn't think they were going to make it. Right. And they did. They took the baby steps and they're aligned because they love what they do. And someone saw and recognized that in them. And they, they were magnets to other people. And they didn't know any of that consciously. But that doesn't mean it's not how it was working. Mm-hmm. Right? So the fact that we know it consciously just yeah. gives you it gives you a leg up. Yeah. Because you know when you're in alignment, when you're not in alignment. You know how to be in touch with your emotions. You know about your chakras. You know what's going on in your body. You know when to do things because it's what you want to do versus what other people want you to do. Like so many legs up mm-hmm. if you have access to this information. Mm-hmm. So why not use it to live your best life? Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it today. Do it right now. <laughs> Quit your job. Don't, don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. Uh... So I've taken 51 minutes of this podcast episode. Oh my gosh, where am I going to speak? Uh, just go for it. Okay, well, can I take? Can we take a break, a little break for a second? Sure. Okay. Shall we pause? Yeah. This is a good segment for refreshment. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I have been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling, M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Okay, we're back. Hi. Thanks for listening to those messages, that message. I don't know. <laughs> How do you come back from a commercial break? Uh, uh, I will say, like, I don't think I had a, you know, as epic. <laughs> yeah. 
because just given the nature of, you know, we've all heard now your journey and I've obviously known it. And But I will say, um, my day was, was wonderful. Like it was, um, so we, we rent out our house for photo shoots. So we do it for brands, um, businesses, families. And this is a new venture for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we rent out our house, like inside our house and the outside as well. It's quite a lovely property. Yeah. Um, and so, designed by you. Designed by me. Like not the actual property, but the house. The house. Inside inter- the house. <laughs> uh, interior, it's all de- yeah. decorated. And, yeah. Um, I guess interior designed by me. Yes. Um, so we had the pleasure of hosting um, Amelia from Immedia Social. We'll, we'll tag her in the show notes. Yeah, that'd be nice. She'd love that. Yeah. Um, and she uh, was offering mini, so like mini photo shoots for a number of businesses to come in. And um, and I guess like, yeah, I was doing it. And it's just one of those things where you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then it, com- it happens. Yeah. And you're like... Oh, well, this is really cool. Like, yes, I you do. You just don't like... It's in the calendar. Yeah. You're not really thinking about it right. until like the day. And you're like, oh, I'll wear this thing and I'll tidy up. And then it happens and you're like, holy oh, shit. Oh, there's people coming over. Oh, no, this is epic. Oh, well, yeah. look at that. Yeah. It was that, that kind of thing. Where I was like, that. I'd been thinking about it for weeks. Like, yeah. Hey, clean the house. Yeah, clean the house. Right. Clean the house. Right. Make sure the grass is blah, blah, blah. Like all yeah. the things you do to yeah. get ready. But then actually like, oh, there are people. Right. Oh, here are the people. Oh, it's actually happening. Oh, look at that. Oh, she's oh, got a, she's got a camera. <laughs> oh, this is very interesting. Yeah. You know, like, what business yeah. do you have? And, right. oh, what do you do? And, oh, like, there's just strangers coming into our house. That's cool. Like, yeah. who are they? Who are excited to be here. Yeah. And want to, like, use the space and be like, wow, it's so nice. And you're yeah. like, thanks. Right? I, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's really nice. So, like, people <laughs> just come in and bring out their phones and be like, this place is heaven on earth. I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just one of those things where yeah. you're like, oh shit, this is fun. And <laughs> uh, Re- really rewarding as and validating to you too to be like, I'm going to open it up to see if people want to have photo shoots here. And then they do, and you're like, oh, I think they really like it. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, good. That's, that's kind of the funny thing about it is like, this was the first one, my first one, like one like of this Hosting nature. It, yeah. Like I've done a couple. Like I've, I've done. This is a, the fourth one that we've done. Okay. So it's not like completely, but, but yeah, this was, I felt like this was like a big, the bigger ones that we've done. Yeah. And, um, I forget where I was going with that, but just, <laughs> it was just, it was really lovely to witness it and to meet the women behind their businesses. Yeah. And it just kind of was like, oh my gosh, like this is a supportive place. Like Bev would kind of die if she knew that right. this house is being used to support women in their business. Yeah. In Kingston. Yeah. We make women look mm, good. Right? Yeah. Like that <laughs> is cool. It. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Like we how can I help you Yeah. In your business? Like right. how can I help you make money? Elevate it. How yeah. can I help you elevate your brand and how can I help you stand out and feel seen and feel beautiful and feel luxurious and mm-hmm. feel like aligned with your brand, mm-hmm. aligned with your vision. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that you can make more money. Like, yeah. The biggest, to support you, know, you. To, to help you expand. Yeah. I'm helping other women expand. Yeah. Like, 
It was so cool. Just the domino effect of these thoughts. Yeah. Oh, they're coming in. Oh, yeah, this is for their business. Oh, this is so that they make more. It was right, like this right. compounding effect. And of course, like. what's beautiful about that is that wasn't the intention when you designed the space. You did it because you loved doing it. Like, true. this is our home. And yes. I really want to make it nice for us. And then you were like, hmm. Yeah. This well, would be a really that, great space for other people. I well, mean, you, I, yeah. I knew that it was going to be magazine worthy. Yeah. I knew that. And so I also knew like people are going to want to be in this space. They're going to want to shoot here. Right. But you don't think about really the ripple effect of that, the ripple effect of that and the service that that really offers people. You just don't really think about that. Yeah. I think especially in terms of business and in terms of women in business, right? families and photo shoots, that's memories I have for a, a long time. It's beautiful, but helping women make more money in their business by yeah opening the doors to my home yeah that's cool well that's cool yeah very very cool (laughs) like okay i dig it yeah um so it was a beautiful day and um i was one thing that really i'll remember is i was out around the property gathering you know how i climb trees and (laughs) gather like things i like anytime i'm driving by fields or anything i look to see if there's something that catches my eye like for inspiration to bring inside the house gotcha but i'll do this if i'm driving in kingston gotcha for driving by fields anytime we're driving anywhere okay i look in the fields and i see is there anything that catches my eye if i can't get it there and then i'm like okay maybe i'll find that on wolf island somewhere and i drive around wolf island and see if i can find it but anyway so i was on one of these missions around our property and i go down to the shore and i'm like hidden i'm like hiding away and all i hear is my name sam i'm like did you follow me because i thought she was in here right i did not think she followed me right she's like yeah i followed you i want to take photos like this is so cool i have a photo shoot happening right now right how nice is that? I did not expect that. Thank you, Impromptu Universe, for right? surprising me with that. Yeah. Like, do that again. You know, jump here, do that, whatever. I'm like, this is so cool. I did yeah. not, wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Just, you know, just all these little little surprises, little gifts throughout the day. Um, And we were both in our element, you know. We were right. both doing something that we really enjoy doing and... Yeah, and you're, my, you get to host, too, at the same time. Yeah. Which is really nice. Yeah, I made tea for everybody. Right. And you're all just like, this is really good tea. <laughs> like, you're welcome. Like, I'm just, like, oh, here to blow your mind. Monica, I'm here to hostess. blow your fucking mind. Yeah. That's my job. Here yeah. to blow your mind. Want to blow your mind? I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, it's simple as tea. Yeah. But I picked it with the best tea. Just things like that that, like, really get me excited. Yeah. It's like, how can I surprise you right now right you know yeah so i mean that's my little i think for me my journey with what i'm passionate about has been very interesting tumultuous yeah is that a good word it's been very it's probably the common person's experience yeah with their passion yeah like you are an outlier like there's not a lot of people who are like i was born to be a filmmaker i was right and had a slow upward trajectory with it yeah and have faith and just like there's there's something about like you've always known there's never been a question right 
Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah. Not like, that it's been... And I was never in a rush. No. Like, you know, I was like traveling the world like, what if you don't want to go back to school? I was like, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. What if you don't know if you want to do... Not worried about that either. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I'll get there when I get there. Like, yeah. it's never been... It's never... You're right. It's never been a question. Right. For a lot yeah. of people, it's a, it's question, a question. And it's... For their whole lives. Hard. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh. It never... It's... In so many ways, I think about it just like trying to find a partner in life right like absolutely hard yeah for some people it's hard to yeah. try and find that person that just yeah does it fills you know? their soul yeah yeah and it's the same with this it's you know there's and you get the older you get the closer you get right right, right. you get closer and closer and closer if you're lucky better, if you're lucky better. and you're listening to your your calling yeah, if the more practice you have of being right. self-aware and the more you're devoted to your personal self-growth, like yeah. you you get closer. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Friday was yeah, just a really nice. Yeah. I had a really nice day. Nice. Uh, another I mean, I'm using I feel like I'm using this word a lot today. Tonight. Off sticker in my no. mic. <laughs> What is that? We just found a Frozen 2 sticker. We've got, the boys got a sticker book of Frozen 2. And I've, I found them on my heel. I found them on my shirt. They're just everywhere. They just, they, they stealth mode ninja put stickers everywhere. Um, yeah, it's a very, it's a breadcrumb. It's another uh, validating breadcrumb for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're in those mm-hmm. moments and you're like, huh, like I feel really good right now. Yes. I feel really lit up right now. Yes. Present. Yes. Where? Joyful happy easy. excited easy logical like it's the i'm in the, the exact right place at the right time yeah and they can be small like sitting in your kitchen while someone's taking pictures of someone making tea or whatever it is uh but it's another step in the right direction you're like this feels good this feels yes, good this exactly. feels good yes. right and are you you know being featured in magnolia magazine not yet Right. Is that the name of her magazine? Yeah, Magnolia. Magnolia. Okay. Not yet, you know, but it's a step. It's a step closer, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like that kind of Joanna Gaines magazine, if people don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, But that's just, it's like the same with this, the film set thing, right? Like, it's like when I was doing my little itsy bitsy productions. Honestly, for me, like when it was um, twofold, really, because it was a way for me to support the women in my life and get their stories told and get their businesses like shown in a a visceral way right like showing giving them a platform to be truly seen Mm -hmm. and supporting them so it was that but it was also i want to be known for this right i want to be i want the connotation mickey's around cameras (laughs) that's what i want so that when people talk about it and there's networking happening Mickey's around cameras. What does she do? She's around cameras. She's on she's on sets, whether they're her own or someone else's. She's around film things, right? Because I knew over time that would expose me to the right circles and the right people. Mm-hmm. Right. So I did that film with Heather and Braden last year. <clears throat> it's called The Common Thread. It's doing really well. It's in, it's been in four festivals now. Um, and it's like still kind of traveling. Uh and it's that did a lot for me as well because people were like, wow, like you were involved with this. Like, what was that like? That's really cool. And, you know, so having the connotation is what has been helping me and propel me and getting the, um, 
what's the word, the recommendation or the reference, right? Like getting the, the uh, exposure with other people in the industry. Um, and so that's kind of, like I said, like with the PA thing, like it's like, don't associate with, with yourself with a part of the journey that you're not, that's not the right trajectory for you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't waste your time and settle on the path that's not where you want to go. Because mm-hmm. that's what your connotation is going to be. Mm-hmm. I have something to add to this. Let's hear it. I would say, how do I say this? There might be some things that you have to do in order to get where you want to go. Absolutely. As long as you can see the path to get there. But you don't know what the path is. But I think that I agree with you because the universe is, you know, divinely guided. Yeah. So shit. the universe is going to give you opportunities to get you there. Right. So those look weird sometimes. They look yeah weird. Uh, what I'm trying to say is I think people choose positions out of fear and safety. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you not to do that. <laughs> don't take, don't take, don't settle for something out of fear. Don't settle for something because it's the safer option. Like if you want to be, if you want to be an actress, like you can't keep serving forever. You have to do something that connotates you with being an actress. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, do something in the field, do something close to where you want to be. You can't just hope it falls in your lap because no one knows that's what you want to do. Right. Right. We've had conversations about this before and it's still stuck in my head, which is crazy. It's this silly show that was on Netflix with uh, Ewan McGregor. He plays this um, fashion person. Yes. I can't remember. Anyway, but he saw this guy dressing up a mannequin in his store window Mm -hmm. and liked the display Mm -hmm. and was like, will you work for me? Yeah. The only way he knows that guy does that is because that guy's doing that. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I totally know what you mean. Like, it's like you need to do something towards what you want to do in order to do that thing. It sounds logical, but, like, we just put it off. We ignore our call. Yes. We put it off and we put it off. Yeah. I'll do it later or when I'm better or when I have more experience or when I, when I, when I. There's always an, an excuse not to do it. Yeah. You have to... You have to answer the call. Yes. There's a call. You hear it. You know it. Yes. So if you're ignoring it, that's the problem. I What I was referring to is like, you know, some people, um, they want to be in the arts or whatever. So they are doing the arts, but they're also doing something to support themselves while they're doing their arts. Right. Which so is not related to at all what they want right. to do. They but don't want got, to do but that. But that person has a somewhat of a plan. Yes. Right? Because yeah. they're still doing something mm-hmm. according to the arts. Yeah. Like it's like, I don't know where this is going to lead, but I'm going to try community theater and I'll still work my waitressing job. But like, yes. right? Like yes. there's a plan to support it and the universe takes care of the rest of the amazingness. Yes. But you have to put yourself out there you have to do something that connotates where you want to be mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. it's i read somewhere like some person was like you want to be a speaker put that under your email say mm-hmm. you're a speaker then it connotates you with being a speaker mm-hmm. and then people will think oh she's a speaker what does she speak on and like you know then it'll lead to a gig of you being a speaker mm-hmm. but if you don't put it in the email if you mm-hmm. don't put it anywhere no mm-hmm. one knows it's what you want to do right we're not brave enough to do that. Well, I haven't done it yet, so I'm not a speaker yet. Yeah. Tell people you are. Yeah. Tell them you're a speaker. Friggin' 
Donald Trump this shit, you know, like you gotta like that whole fake it till you make it. Yeah, like yeah. you have to yeah. put yourself sometimes awkwardly, sometimes uncomfortably. Like you're just like, I have no experience doing this. I don't know what I'm doing, but like you have to, you you have to make your name associated with that thing that you want to do yeah. in whatever context. Even if you are a PA on a set and you want to be a director, make mm-hmm. it known that you want to be a director, mm-hmm. right? Like, what's your long-term goal? I want to be a director. Okay, cool. Like, noted. And people will remember that. Yeah. But, like, you have to put yourself in the situations in the circles to make that a thing. Yeah. Oh, it's funny, actually. This is a really great segue kind of to the end of the episode in our course coming up because we talk about this there's like the trifecta right there's the Mm -hmm. three pillars of alignment Mm -hmm. there's the three pillars of uh fulfilling your purpose uh we go into this in great depth in the course but networking it's a thing Mm -hmm. like you need to be able to give the universe channels to support you Mm -hmm. and in order to do that you need to be around others mm-hmm. you need like we're social beings for that reason mm-hmm. we're here to be in service mm-hmm. right so like hiding and keeping your talent to yourself mm-hmm. you can't get to where you want to go by doing that mm-hmm. like it, you can't do it you need the influence from others mm-hmm. whether it be their they share your artwork or you know whatever it is you need to be exposed and you need to be in relations with other people because that's the universe where ma- works magic through other people. Mm-hmm. It's how I've gotten on this set. Mm-hmm. People have been messaging me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they know the connotations and I put, I've met other people and I've like slowly, albeit, and I'm like, you know, I you can hear the trajectory of my growth on this show. Mm-hmm in terms of networking and making friends and getting myself out there because I had such a hard time with it in the beginning. Uh, But it's essential. Mm -hmm. It's an essential part of your ascension. Mm -hmm. It's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds hard. It is. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and exposed and like meet people and i'll be the first to say i hate small talk i freaking hate it you know when they're like networking events i'm like oh no like i don't want to go um but i always meet someone there that i'm like this is why we have these things Mm -hmm. you know they're like come to our mixer and i'm like i'd rather die and then i go and i'm like oh i had this one conversation (laughs) with that one person yeah and i was like that's why mm-hmm. that's why they have these things you know it's not for the small talk it's mm-hmm. for the deep talk yeah you have to get there uh and it's sometimes that's hard in a room full of people that you don't know yeah but it's worth it because you make an impression and you exchange information and then 10 years later you're making feature films you know like you don't know where that's gonna go yeah but it's essential. i had this funny thought sidetrack but because i've created these spaces in my home people come to me yeah <laughs> Right. But you had to make it known that it's available for people to come to you. I, well, I, you know, the intention behind the creation is to show people. Mm -hmm. So once it's seen, people are like, right. You, I want to meet you and I want to do things. I want to see you. Right. And you're like, but to your point, it's like showing 
what you are capable of doing. Yes. That gets people curious. Right. Right. And then, but what's funny to me is I actually had this thought. I'm like, this is so great. I (laughs) live on Wolf Island and I'm just meeting people in my house. (laughs) You're networking at home. I'm totally networking at home. It's so brilliant. Like, I'm like, I do this all day. Like, (laughs) (laughs) come into my home. I did that with, I did that with Adelaide. Yeah, same did. thing. Yes, I met so many people because Adelaide was Sam's first solo Airbnb that she did. Yeah, yeah. I met so many people because of that. Yeah, because I shared but my work. That's what I mean. The connotation. Yeah, you put your name on the map as someone who created an Airbnb. Yeah, you are connotated. It's yeah. happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who's Sam? Oh, doesn't she do that Airbnb? Connotated. It's yeah. done. Right. Like it's that's what you need to do. Yeah. Show yourself. In order for people to like associate you with something. Yeah. Right? To then yeah. say, oh, maybe she'd want to do this, or oh, I think Sam does that thing. You know, maybe you should give her whatever, right? Like yeah. people are talking and that's just the that's the nature of people. Mm-hmm. So but you have to do the thing. Yeah. You have to do the damn thing. You yeah. have to if you want to be a coach, if you want to be a, you know, start a something, I don't know, community online or whatever it is, you got to just do it so mm-hmm. that people start talking about it. And it's really awkward and it feels really weird and it feels like nobody's watching and nobody cares <laughs> in the very beginning, right? It does. Yes. It feels yeah. like, like, I mean, when we f- first started this podcast, I think no we, one was listening. I think we got like, in that first week, I think we got like two two or three downloads and I was like three people are listening like I was so excited right Mm -hmm. and I mean I feel that I mean now I'm like blown away by by the amount of downloads we get and I know we're just at the beginning really of the show so it's like you know but you have to start somewhere yeah it sucks and it's awkward and it's really hard and if you're going through that right now or you're scared freaking send us a dm because we've been there yeah multiple times yes right like just being like I don't know what I'm doing like the mm-hmm. first time I went out on my own with my business and my camera, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I don't know how to use this freaking thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, it's an intense camera. The thing that I think provides a bit of ease with it is like it's your heart's calling. Yeah, so and it's like fun. You, you don't know what you're doing, or you you feel like uh, like apprehensive about it. But there's also this part of you that's like, I just can't imagine not doing it though. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> I know we're going to suck, but like, uh, I just got to do this yes. like, really yes. awkwardly. And that's so helpful. Yes. That's so helpful. Like having that voice in the back of your head. That's like, but we have to do this thing because yeah. it's so us and yes. we just like, we're good at it. We got to do it. Even though we kind of like, we don't know what we're doing. Yes. It's so helpful. Yes. Like that allow that to like fuel you, support you yeah. and carry you. Yeah. Cause yes. That is your calling. And it's going to feel really good. Yeah. Even if it feels like no one's watching. Mm -hmm. But you learn over time. I think you learn over time that eventually you don't really care if people are watching. You're just doing it because you love it. Yeah. Right? I mean, we do this show, just the two of us sitting in this office. We don't know who's listening when they listen, when they download, what it looks like when they're listening. We don't know any, we have no validation in terms of their actual experience. It's not like a musician that gets to hear applause. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or they get to see, oh, people like this, you know? Yeah. Like we genuinely do this because it feels good and we hope that it inspires people. Yeah. That's kind of it really. Yeah. But it gives us an opportunity to like sharp up on our manifestation, you know, mm-hmm. awareness mm-hmm. And, and help each other learn and grow and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we would have these conversations anyway, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, why not have them with people listening and hopefully it's inspiring to them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like when, when you are in that element, 
you're right. You you get into the zone of genius. You get into that yeah. place where time stops. Like that movie Soul. If you've yeah. watched that movie Soul, mm-hmm. I don't know what they call it in that movie. I haven't watched it enough, but it's really. We good. should watch it again. Okay. We are talking about the be do have model. Right. You, yes. You're the you be. Yes. You be the person who. Is, that's an Abe Abraham reference. Abraham Hicks, right? Yeah. Be yeah. do have so yeah. you be that person who you know does the thing <laughs> do, does the thing yeah. and then you have right whatever you want what you desire so it's not like if i have this then i'll then i'll do that then i'll do this and then and i'll, I'll be, be this person right it's the other way around it's totally the other way around yeah. you have to like it's so body it and first clumsy, but you have to just <laughs> fake it till you make it yeah it's a serious thing mm-hmm but like the faking it part, it's like the affirmations or whatever it is that makes you feel into who you want to become. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's technically like it is faking it, but it's not because mm-hmm. those feelings and those emotions are real that are happening in your body that are like, no, like this is who I feel I am and this is who I'm meant to be, you know? Yeah. So it's not really fake, but like it kind of is because it's not in your physical reality yet. And you've never done it before. <laughs> yeah. To your memory. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. To your conscious, this <laughs> human life memory. You've never done it before. Yeah. But you have. Yeah. You're just remembering. Yes. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a topic for a whole other episode, I think. Um, I hope that was clear. And I hope it was... I hope you can hear us. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're listening to this. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Like... That thing that you were just thinking about, go back. Go back and listen to this part of the the episode. You know what I mean? Like, if you were distracted, go back. Like, it's like, we want, I really genuinely want you to hear it. I really want you to hear that. I mean, what we're doing, what you and I do, is ultimately in service of others and the expansion yes. of the planet. Yes. Because it lights us the fuck up. Yeah. And it makes other people happy. Yeah. Like you're supporting that photographer and her business yeah. while she supports other women in their businesses. Yeah. And they're supporting me. Right. I mean, how beautiful is that? Right. And like, ultimately, I mean, the the film that I'm working on is like, I think, what did he call it? Killer, killer sci-fi. I think what it's called. Killer sci-fi? Killer. That's what I read in the article. (laughs) I was like, all right. Uh, And it provides entertainment and it's fun and like gives people an escape from the world. Not to mention... Everybody that's on set that's getting, be, being paid to do what they love. Yes. Right? And I'm just a part of a cog in that machine. Like, I'm just a part of that machine. And it's beautiful. Beautiful to witness. Like, ugh. Like, blows me away. Um, it's part of my Gene Keys is teamwork, right? Yeah. Like, it's just like... And networking. And, yeah. It's part of... I know. It's so crazy. Which has been networking a huge, huge hurdle I'm, for me. I think I'm more of like a quieter Your person. partnership. Partnership. And I'm, yeah. a, I'm a team. Which yeah. is beautiful because we're a partner and I'll manage our team. It's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so true. Uh, but yeah, like it's what we're doing is an ultimate service. And it's because come hell or high water, you and I are like, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. We're not giving up. Mm-hmm. We are seeing this through. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not settling. We're seeing it through. Um, and I believe the universe has supported us up until this point because we're so committed and yeah. we're so it knows what it knows how we will serve and how we are we are serving and will continue to expand and serve. Yeah. And you know, I was saying this to Sam right before we started recording, so I'll wrap up here shortly. But 
I was listening to Andrea Carter's podcast. Uh, it's called The Unruly Entrepreneur. I'll link it in the show. Um, her story is unbelievable, but she gets to this point at the end of it saying, the only way, the only way that you're going to affect change in the world, it starts with you. You have to take care of yourself. You have to do what lights you up. You have to. Like, it is the only way. You know, like if you're in this position in your life where you're struggling and you're confused and you're frustrated and you're stressed and you're, you need to ask yourself what you're spending your time on and what it is you really want to do and what lights you up and what makes you happy, you know, and you don't have to have the answer on what your purpose is in this exact moment, but you do have to ask yourself what you would rather be doing. Mm -hmm. You do have to ask yourself what it is in your life that makes you really happy. Is it painting? Is it cooking? Is it like, what is it that makes it feel like it's not work? Mm -hmm. Makes it feel like you could do it all day. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you so happy. And you can see it makes other people happy. Like, if you like cooking, you are a special soul. I don't like cooking at all. <laughs> like, but there's people that like have cookbooks and cooking shows. And I'm like, I would sooner die mm-hmm. than spend my day on a cooking show. Kill me. Like, the stress. Not only do you have to cook, but like people are watching you. Oh my God. Like, I'm like, I would, that would be the end of me. And then there's those stressful cooking shows. I mean, I would probably die on the spot. That would be my, that's my worst nightmare is on like Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) Oh my God. It would not work out. Um, But there's people who are like, yes, you know, like I just get me on one of those cooking shows. Like I would love that, you know, like, and it's about what it's about. It's not only the cooking, but they give it to people and people are like, oh. Yes. Right? Yes. Service. Yes. Blowing someone's mind. Love it. Right? So it's yeah. like, that's the whole point of the show, folks. That's the whole yeah. point of being human, being on this earth. Like, like that's the show. Like, that's, you know, that's right. what it's all about. We are here to serve others. Others. And but it, but in it lo- service of ourselves. Yes. That's the whole shtick. That's the gig. Yeah. So if you're denying that for yourself and for others, you're doing the entire planet a disservice. Mm -hmm. Have to do it. Have to. Even when it doesn't feel like it's working. You know, Mm -hmm. even when it feels like no one's watching and no one gives a fuck. Mm -hmm. You still have to do it. Eventually it will work out. Mm -hmm. And like we're speaking from experience and even from this point, I'm nowhere near where I want to go, if that makes sense. Like my my trajectory is long Mm -hmm. and it's serious and it's, I take it very seriously. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like I'm like, I'm going places, you know, and it feels like from here, it's quite a ways to go. Um, But it's like, I, I'm so consumed with where I am in this moment and I'm so, I feel so blessed and so grateful and I'm so proud of myself Mm -hmm. for deciding it could be how I wanted it to be. Yeah. And deciding I didn't have to take the obvious path or the, the, I didn't settle. Yeah. Right. I was like, no, I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it this way because this is going to make me feel better. Yeah. I'm going to start my own production company and just tell stories that I want to tell. And it's going to get me to the place that I want to be. And I'll be frank in saying, this is not the type of movie that I watch. (laughs) The one that I'm working on, it's not my kind of film. Um, But the lessons, the journey, I mean, there's no, I have nothing bad to say about it at all. Like, it's like, I'm so grateful to be a part of it. 
Um, is it the long term to work on these kinds of films? No, I have the t- types of stories that I want to tell, but it's a stepping stone. Yeah, and it feels really good to be here, and it feels like I've come a long way. Thirty yeah. some years, yeah, and I have such a long way to go but yeah. i'm fucking pumped mm-hmm. for that entire journey mm-hmm. and i want you to feel this way too mm-hmm. <laughs> i want you to feel like i took a step today mm-hmm. you know it's teeny tiny mm-hmm. but it's a step in the right direction and i know over time these steps compound and one day you will find yourself sitting in your car on your way to your set bawling because mm-hmm. you can't believe you made it there yeah and you also know you have this huge journey in front of you And you just can't wait for that either. Yeah. You know, like that's where I want you to be. Mm -hmm. That's that love letter. That's that prayer. Like, I just, I want this for you. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of this whole OMJ thing that works parallel to this, Mm -hmm. which is just, I mean, come on. I know, it's so cool. So fun, right? so cool to bring people along. Start your journey. Come with us. It's really fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a shit show. You've heard. You've heard the episodes where we're like, so today sucks. Like, you've heard the shows, right? Where we're like, does this shit even work? I don't even know. I give up. It's, this is bullshit. And then like two weeks later, we're like, oh my God, this shit's amazing. So, you know, we've been there. We've mm-hmm. been, and then there will be another contrasting episode. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be after I'm sleep deprived with three kids. Yeah, of course there will be. There will be more contrast in our future. And I mean, there already is now. Yeah. But that's irrelevant. I mean, that's kind of like <laughs> yeah. what you get to learn going through it. So it's true. Like, like, is there shit to worry about right now? Absolutely. Are we choosing to focus on that? Absolutely no. not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, it'd be stupid to be like, well, you're not at the Academy Awards and you're not like, it would just be stupid to have that conversation and that be the focus. Right. Right. How am I ever going to make it there? <laughs> yeah. Right. That's so overwhelming. Where does one even start? Right. We fair, didn't have fair, that conversation. Fair question. But I was like, it takes, it that takes time. That's Yeah. To get there, yeah, and experience and networking and divine. I don't and know. it's supposed to take time because it's supposed to be fun. That's right, right. Yeah, we're taking a road trip. We're not flying, <laughs> right? And it's you're right. It's so fun. Yeah, so fun. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know. I just I say it it's sometimes. The bumper like, sticker, the joys in the journey. Yeah, I'm really like, feeling into that lately. If you got there, you'd be dead then. Right. You have to. Well, like Abe always says, you'll never get it wrong and you'll never get it done. Right. So once you really embrace that, you'll never get it done. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, all right. Because <laughs> I'm on this ride for yeah. ever and ever, amen. Right? Yeah. Like, that's just... <laughs> it's just like, it's so, <laughs> even when it's like, I'm sure oh, there you're gonna, is no destination. Right. Oh. 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 The dangling okay. carrots in front of your face this whole time, and well, you're never going to get there. But when you know that, then you're like, okay, I'm really just supposed to sit here and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, like we should wrap up because this has been a long one. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be this long. You, I think you needed it. I think you needed to yeah. just. You're right. Soundboard it almost. Yeah. Even though I didn't, there wasn't really anything that you were questioning. It no. just needed it. I to needed like, to board vomit yeah. to all of you mm-hmm. to document it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Cause I'm in a, I am working 10 hours with people that I don't really know that well yeah. and there's no time to talk right so you need to talk so I need to like this is my experience 
feel seen, heard, validated. Okay, see you later. <laughs> got, my, got my fix. Yeah. See you in a week where I'm going to do this again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so all of that, I mean, we did a bit of a segue there. I feel like that was like 20 minutes ago now. I don't know. It's like near thinking I was going to wrap up. Um, but I do want to say we're still promoting becoming a conscious manifester. Mm-hmm. So at the time that this airs, the early bird time is over. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So that ended on Saturday and this is Monday. <gasps> oh my goodness. It's Monday. I forgot to say happy birthday. It's Mason's birthday today. It's not my birthday. No. It's Mason's birthday. Happy birthday, Mason. I meant my intention was to start the show with that. Oh. And then I forgot. Now I feel like a bad wife. You said it on the show. I did. And he's amazing. They all know. He's the best. Happy birthday, Mason. (sighs) Why does he love me? I forget things. Okay. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mason. You're the best person I know. He knows this. I tell him every day. But like, he's super cute and sexy and funny and you're working today and I love him and I'm working all day yeah yeah I'm the worst (laughs) I love you so much happy birthday it's documented thank you for not thinking I'm a terrible person um yes so this is Monday that this is airing uh and becoming a conscious manifester is being released in three weeks that sounds right the 19th 19th to the 21st yeah Yes. So early bird tickets over, but you can you still have access to the course. It's $111 mm-hmm. to sign up for a three-day live event where you get to see us and ask us questions. Uh, and we condense three years of playing with this stuff uh, into three days. Yeah. And we'll give you some questions and we'll like, you know, get you really thinking about and feeling into the energy of all of this manifestation manifestation stuff. We want to give you the tools and the resources to become a conscious manifester that work, in a way that works for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's important because people kind of manifest differently. Yeah. So we want to make sure that you are feeling set up to like consciously be aware of how you are going to design your life. Right. So we're going to explain how it works. We're going to break it down using the science. Uh, to show you that it's legit. It's not it's not bullshit. It's not just like random theory. It's like been proven with quantum physics. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about how to do it uh, using manifestation steps. They're not always cyclic. Cicl- cicl- how am I? Cyclical? No. Well, Circular? Cyclical? No. Linear. Linear. That's right. They're not always linear. They're, they're not even cyclical. They're kind of random. But, like, these are kind of the stages of how it works, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It doesn't, but you'll understand if you're in the course. Uh, And then the third day is explaining what to do when contrast happens. Mm -hmm. When you're feeling like, yes, I'm good. I understand this shit. It's great. And then the universe throws you a curveball and you're like, fuck. Mm -hmm. And everything that you've learned kind of goes out the window. We want to help you be a little bit more resilient Mm -hmm. when that happens and help you be more confident in this system this ability these strategies to get you to a place where you know god forbid you have a miscarriage it doesn't cripple you Mm -hmm. you know it gets Mm -hmm. you to a place that you can you're okay Mm -hmm. you're okay you can handle it Mm -hmm. um and you've got resources and tools and strategies and stuff like that yeah so that's the course so yeah coming up in a couple weeks you can sign up the link's in the show notes um, we really hope to see you in there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really fun. It is going to be good. We did do this live once 
back in May. Um, and it was a really beautiful experience to do that in person. And honestly, I do want to do it again, but more workshop format. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun to bring it to the online space mm-hmm. and make it accessible to anyone in the world. Yeah. And it will be recorded. So if you can't meet us for the lives, then you can have all the information and still have access to the course. But if you register, then you'll have the recorded one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you register that. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it'll be more beneficial if you're there live because you can ask questions and kind of be in the moment with us and it'll be yummy and juicy. But if you can't make it for those actual times, you'll still get the recordings. I think that's all I want to say about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your patience with me and allowing me to share mm-hmm. my experience with all of you. If you've listened this far, you're amazing. You're the real MVP. Uh, I mean, we say it almost every, I want to say it again. I just, I'm blown away that people give us this much of their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not go like unnoticed or like undervalued, if that makes sense. We don't take it for granted. Yeah. If you've listened this far, there's Thank so many you. things you could do and mm-hmm. like be doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you've chosen to listen to us and share the journey with us. And it's, uh, I will, I will never take that for granted. It'll always be something that I truly treasure. Mm-hmm. So thank you for participating. And if something inspired you on this episode, like send us a DM. Like mm-hmm. we'd, we'd really love to hear. We do answer them. We answer them. So yeah. like you will get a hold of us if yeah. you if you send us a message and it makes our day. So, all right, I'm going to leave it there. Is there anything else you want to say? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sounded like you hesitated for a sec no i know because i was gonna share something about what i'm offering but i mean i don't want to take up more time you can make it a quick pitch now they're curious i know i've got them on the hook now say it quick <laughs> no it's weird <laughs> do you want to say goodbye if you say it for I the next so episode annoyed. they're gonna have to wait two weeks to hear from you again it's so fast what are you offering the Sway Club. Talk There's about the Sway Club. There's a link now. All right. Well, that, we'll put that in the show notes too. That's what we could do. The Sway Club. Are you intrigued? Click on the link in the show notes. Let's just leave it like that. All right. That's what we'll do. There's I'm a make, Sway I'm Club make link. A little note here. You can find out. But I'm hosting it. And Ooh, I think you'll like it. Spicy. Yeah. All right. That's what we'll do. Okay. That's your little pitch. I love that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, if you're intrigued, go click on the link and then we'll talk about it more in detail in our next update. That sounds good. Sounds good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. All right, folks, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time. And as always, we wish you a life filled to the brim with joy and abundance. <laughs> I'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. There are literally millions of podcasts you could be listening to, and you chose ours. So thank you. If there was something that resonated with you today, this is your reminder to share it with someone you know. The whole point of OMJ is to inspire others to design their lives exactly the way they want it to be. No settling, no excuses. Our story can spread faster and farther if you help us out. We also love hearing from you. Send us an email, send us a DM, or screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. 
If you want more OMJ, visit our website at OurManifestationJourney.com where we have free downloads, our reading list, upcoming events and courses, and even where you can book your channeled session with me. It's delicious. Go check it out. If you want to take this relationship to the next level and be among other souls who are looking to connect, support each other, and evolve their manifestation consciousness, join the OMJ Facebook community. In this group, you will receive exclusive offers and have access to online live events. The music for this podcast is provided by the amazing and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the very talented William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on Our Manifestation Journey.